Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success, curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits and let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. So today on Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio, we have Mary O'Malley, who's also a clinical hypnotherapist, a nutritionist of sorts, yes, yes. and also, uh, well, you'll have, Mary, introduce yourself, because so, there's so <laughs> many details, I'm afraid I'm going to leave something out. Uh, so hello, everybody. Uh, yes, I'm a hypnotherapist and a uh, master's degree in holistic nutritional health science. And I do energy therapy. I'm a professional psychic and medium. Um, I don't know. What else? <laughs> and she's an author, and she has co-authored a book with me called You're Soaring Phoenix. And so today we're going to talk about hypnosis and the clinical practice of, of using hypnosis. And this is going to be different than those times when we try to persuade you how helpful it is. We're just going to go into how it can work on different ways because there's no less than a thousand different ways that it can be of assistance and different techniques that it can be employed because we're really vast and diverse, aren't we, Mary? We are. Yeah. The mind, it, it, it can do anything. It has all our answers. It's uh, fascinating. Well, let's go to that first part of how when an individual goes into kind of a trance or an altered state, which if you have experienced meditation, you've gone into a very deep state, or if you've uh, done a sport and you found yourself able to completely focus on the activity as if everything else disappeared, or you were driving your car from point A to point Z and didn't even know how you got there, uh, or if you were totally focused on a show and didn't even realize that you were being hypnotized by the commercials in between, you were experiencing some form of trance. And so, Mary, to have that ability to go deep into a trance and then to ask your mind, your higher self, your consciousness, maybe universal source of information, whatever it is, what is it like to ask the questions for you and your clients that they know the answers to in that state? In that state. It's, it's a relief as a, as a uh, hypnotherapist to not have to have all the answers for someone. They have their own oh. answers. Um, it's, they truly have their own answers. And it's very interesting how the mind, sometimes it'll, it'll answer you right away, and it'll make so much sense. And then sometimes the answer doesn't show up for a few days, and it'll show up in the strangest ways. Hmm. But it does show up. The answer always comes. Hmm. Um, it, it's just amazing what we already have stored in our our brain and what we have access to beyond what we have stored. Even the memories, I think, in our uh, genetic structure, there, there's information there for us. So I don't always know where this information is coming from, but it always seems to be right. So it is very starkly evident that scientists that are theoretical and do a lot of uh, 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 trying to unfold the mysteries of the universe, they often will get their solutions while they're dreaming Mm -hmm. in a succession of dreams. And many of the current uh, financial gurus uh, on the planet do a, a very serious form of meditation, which is a different type of way of being hypnotized in order to guide themselves through 
what will be their next decisions and investments. So this is a, a valuable way to reach into the mind of information, whether it's just your mind or universal mind. So now let's go on to another way of using it, which is to influence and persuade yourself to do something or to not do something. So we're talking about habit control or we're talking about uh, uh, willpower, so to speak. Right. So address how hypnosis can bring the the bull and tame it or release it. <laughs> well, there's really two ways. Uh, the first way is, in a trance state, it's a lot easier to access the, the memories in your mind. So we can access those memories and go back, find out what decision was made at that time that's no longer serving someone, and heal that, make a new decision that is, you know, more based on what the person needs and wants in their life today. And then the second way is just to reprogram that brain and, and um what I mean is by, you know, suggestion, repetition over and over and over. I am, um, I am the star at work. I, I do this, I do that. And the more you say that, the more the subconscious mind has to pay attention. It downloads that as the new programming and there, and there you are. <laughs> so there's a couple different ways to do that. Um, it, what you want is for the subconscious mind to pay attention to either release an old habit pattern that's no longer serving you or to, and also, or to create the new habit pattern as the computer program, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much as the willpower being harnessed, like we would harness oxen to mm-hmm. go cultivate the land. It's, it's more or less trying to find a way that works for the person that can replace the bad habit or is it also harnessing the oxen? Well, it's probably a little bit of both. Unfortunately, willpower won't work unless your subconscious mind is willing to participate and agrees to it. So there has to be agreement in your behavior patterns that are stored in the subconscious mind. And, and if there is not, that's why it's so hard to quit smoking for people that consciously they want to quit smoking, but subconsciously, there's a computer program running that says, no, no, we like this. We're going to do this. We're going to protect it. So um, sometimes that can just be forced with willpower. We see people do it all the time, forced into agreement. And sometimes you need a little help with that. And that's where hypnosis comes in. The, a hypnotherapist comes in that can help you find that, that spot in your subconscious mind that needs the program that needs to be debugged, so to speak. Beautifully said. So we're dealing with brain plasticity, mm-hmm. you know, on a neurological side where, we're, where the brain can actually change. And you're talking about reprogramming it by repetition or reprogramming it by placing something else in there or, or, or bringing something in the subconscious up or dealing with a subconscious conflict, interfering with it. What else comes to mind? Hmm. Just that it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. It is so much fun yeah. and so empowering for the client. This is about them. This is information inside of them. You know, as, as a hypnotherapist, we're basically a guide. And it's all about the person taking control of that, finding it, changing that, creating their new program. And to me, I remember my second day of hypnosis class realizing this is probably the most loving modality I have ever come across in my whole entire life. And after 20 years, that feeling has not changed. Hmm. And I, I watch my clients walk out just shaking. Wow, I did that. 
I did that. We, yeah. You know, we did it together, but mm-hmm. I did that. That's mm-hmm. about me. Mm-hmm. And it just is so incredible. It's so powerful. Oh, it's empowering, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, let's talk about that fun part of it, because one of the things that I find individuals I work with that use the hypnosis to discover or to experience really amazing, pleasurable or amazing, uh, extraordinary uh, worlds or experiences or mm-hmm. feelings. So that it's as if when they wake up, they go, wow, I, I was there. It felt amazing. I greeted and experienced things I never knew existed. It was so pleasurable. So all those pleasures of bad habits are clearly replaced by the pleasures of this elevated, transcendent kind of mindset that sometimes we use hypnosis to transport people into. Mm-hmm. Have you had some experiences like that where you just go, wow, this is this is a this is a world that if we could live in our 3D world, <laughs> we would not be stumbling around. We would be in a state of ecstasy often. Often, it, that's true. I and especially I've worked with artists, and it's amazing. I've worked with a lot of engineers that really are artists, and oh, yeah. and they they really get to know themselves on that level, you know, through the work. Um, it's it, it's just. It's always fascinating. It's always mm-hmm. um, even even people feel like I think I just made all that up, but it's so realistic, you know. Yeah, it's full of details full that of they details. can research and confirm exactly. that they didn't know they knew exactly from way back in ancient history to mm-hmm. the present. Yeah, and the other thing is how many say, "Oh, I knew that, but I never thought that could be important." Ah yes, and and yet it's it's the the core moment where they made that decision mm-hmm. that's not serving them today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's oh okay that was easy I mm-hmm. can do that. Um, you know, and I want to reiterate how many people we even in the deep state state of trance are completely aware, are able to remember, are conversing with us. So yes, absolutely. It, it, I know a lot of people don't understand. You know that they. They just know what they see. Them. Am I going to go totally out? Am I going to quack like a duck? You know, yeah, exactly. Am I going to bark like a dog? Am, uh, am I going to feel conscious and aware and alert? Oftentimes, yes. And yeah. yet, in this kind of very different uh, alternate frame of mind, uh, kind of well, a dreamy state of mind sometimes. It, exactly. And we don't experience it just with the mind. We experience it with everything, our mm. body, our spirit, our yeah. feelings, our emotions. Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing. Um, and and, and the, the, the most therapeutic hypnosis sessions, you know, quite often involve this huge emotional, yes. whether it's a release or an excitement or, you know, or something like that. Aha, connection, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that it's like every cell in the body responds to the truth once it's revealed. And it's just beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful. Absolutely. So, folks, also there is self-hypnosis, which I think that once you've experienced going in a trance a multiple of times, and, and I think it's like for some people it might be 20 times, others five times, uh, that multiple of times you begin to be able to harness that same trance-like state even while you're functioning and doing conscious sorts of things. So, for example, if I'm going running and I'm not feeling all that good, if I put myself into a hypnotic state, chances are I'm going to go a little faster and get a little further than if I'm just in the sweat and the dredge of of running. So I can get more out of myself because I've transcended 
the 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 physicality or the dread of yeah, something. Yeah, you, you changed your focus. Right. So if we're focused on how well we don't feel, yeah, and then we change our focus to, well, I'm going to go an extra mile today. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden we don't notice how we feel. The mm-hmm. body just responds by feeling good enough to go that extra mile. Mm-hmm. So it's um, pretty powerful what we can do. I met mm-hmm. a gentleman who had been practicing self-hypnosis and he got in a terrible automobile accident Mm. out in the middle of nowhere, all alone. While doing the hypnosis? No. Oh, (laughs) because you don't want to do the self-hypnosis while you're driving. But he knew he was bleeding internally. Oh, wow. And he went into a hypnotic state and commanded his body to slow down the blood flow. Oh, wow. And it probably saved his life. Oh, wow. It probably saved, and he ended up having to have his spleen removed. But you know, I'm a certified medical hypnotherapist in actuality, mm-hmm. and the use of hypnosis for pain, pain management, or the disappearance of pain, mm-hmm. or for dental practices, or for uh, operational procedures where you're opening you up, it, it has a lot of applications that we've known about for well over a century. What do you think about the medical application of hypnosis? Well, we've known about it for well over hundreds of years, probably thousands of years. <clears throat> I don't work a lot with the medical application, but I do, you know, a lot of research and I meet a lot of people. Um, and something just about everybody can relate to is, is pain-free childbirth. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's incredible to be awake, completely alert, in charge of your body, talking to your baby, having contractions and not feeling pain. Just being totally present. That's just amazing to me. It's amazing to me because that wasn't the way I gave birth. Me either. It hurt. <laughs> oh, boy. The things we could have done if we had known better. Exactly. You know, the um, the other, another application, there's so many applications. It's really kind of endless. But another application is to awaken the creative sides of who we are. And a lot of people say, I just have lost my creativity. I've lost my spark at work. I, I feel... I'm, I'm such a robotic routine. I don't even know if I feel very alive. So hypnosis is extremely helpful in, in activating the creative sides of us. What have you noticed along those lines? Um, I, I've noticed that doing hypnosis, it tends to put me right back in my body, right? All the way back, um, I think, merged again with body, mind, spirit. And, and because hypnosis is basically, you know, the only way we have to communicate with our subconscious mind or our higher conscious mind is through our imagination. Hmm. So, it, it, you know, even to talk to somebody, you have to use your imagination to um, determine what the words actually mean. So when someone's in a trance state and they're having that communication process with their mind, they are automatically back into that creative space. And it it just is so soothing for them, so relaxing, so exciting. Um, it, it's uh, and and then learning how to have fun with it and to use it for their higher good. It 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 really can open those doors again, mm-hmm. um, and to find out what went wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what what habit pattern did they get into mm-hmm. that, you know, um, squashed <laughs> squashed their their creativity. And how to get that back, Mm -hmm. you know, how to change the habit patterns or what do they need next, talking to their higher consciousness and making some new decisions. Mm -hmm. So, but just the act of hypnosis Mm -hmm. engages that part of the brain 
That's yeah. all there is to it. Yeah. And, and once again, oh, okay, Ooh, I'm open now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a clinical psychologist, and I'm also a marriage family child therapist and a, a clinical hypnotherapist and energy certified. <laughs> you know, I won't bore you any further. So the thing is, is that I integrate hypnosis with a lot of different types of treatment, whether it's psychoanalytic psychotherapy. You know, Freud was the first to really make hypnosis, a hypnotherapy, mm-hmm. but then he also used psychoanalysis. And so I do that as well. And I use EMDR and EFT and uh, emotion code now, and uh, just a lot of different types of complex and not so complex therapies along with hypnosis. Um, and I know that you also use a lot of different modalities and integrate hypnosis in there as well. You want I, to speak to that? I do. Um, one of my favorite times that it happens is uh, when I'm doing energy therapy on someone. Oh, yeah. And particularly if I'm feeling um, energy locked in their body someplace or if they've been complaining about a part of their body, uh, as I'm doing the energy therapy, I just sort of, you know, they automatically kind of go into a light trance state. And I'll say, well, who's in that hip? What's going on with that hip? And they go right down into a trance state and say, oh, you know, it's my dad, you know, or it's that accident I had, um, you know, whatever years ago. But it, resolving those issues immediately, mm-hmm. right then and there, without a formal hypnosis, mm-hmm. um, but yet using the same technique. Yes. And it's it's just so powerful and so incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a client who was having trouble with her eyes and and her liver. There was some stuff going on. So I was working, doing energy therapy on the liver, and I said, who's in there? And she said, you know, my mother. My mother never sees me. It's like she doesn't see me. So so we kind of cleared that out, so did some forgiveness and inner child work, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And That's so touching. Yeah. yeah. I want to cry, yeah. But it's, the amazing thing is she went back to the doctor a week later, and she had been losing her eyesight, her peripheral vision. All of that was back to normal, and her liver enzymes were balanced. Oh, wow. So, wow, that's pretty crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it makes me think, why are we ever out of balance when we yeah. have these type of tools available, Mary? It's kind of a, a quandary why humans would ever opt to be less than their optimal selves. <laughs> I know. I think about that, too, but we're here to be humans, too, you know? Uh, well, so. And you mean that humans are... <laughs> Whatever that know, means. That's another program altogether. Right. You know, I think that I'd also like to end our program for those of you that are more esoteric and um, think more transcendently because uh, hypnosis allows us to move outside our box, Mm -hmm. our normal, everyday, ordinary box, which is a wonderful box. And here we are saying that we can do so many things within that box. Mm -hmm. And to move outside the box as well is just amazing and also demonstrates so many things that have to do with the consciousness of life and death. Mm-hmm. Body and non-body self, um, current and present, future and past, and that hypnosis is this beautiful tool of moving us into what feels, on some level, like a dream state, kind of like a lucid dream state. Lucid mm-hmm. meaning it's real, uh, it's clear, and yet it doesn't have the boundaries of ordinary, objective, what people call left-brain thinking. Right. It has the it has an experiential component to it that's 100% convincing or pretty close thereby. That's a little bit different than the empirical 
you know, measurable uh, other aspects of our, our ability to be critically thinking. I, I mean, we need to embrace all of that. So I know that you do a lot of those esoteric works, as do I. Do you want to, uh, <laughs> you know, what, what ones would come to mind that you find particularly healing? Um, well, I think just the mind and the body. So if there's something going on with the body, using the mind to get there, to ask those questions, to um, tune in, to, um, I don't know, it, you, you know, it's just like, you know, my knee hurts. Okay, well, it hurts because I played volleyball for all those years and da 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 But if I go use my mind and meditate or self-hypnotize into that, I may find that there's some other stressors in there that I can do something about, Mm -hmm. you know, that um, it, it, but esoterically, as far as we, you know, we've we've done a lot of things and talking to, um, you know, channeling and, and um, past life regression. Oh, oh yeah. That's so normal for me now. I don't even think of it as something else. So past life regression is, we don't know whether a person's tapping Mm -hmm. into their DNA history or into kind of a universal mind where you can kind of tap into other timelines, or if it's something very personal, such as related to people's philosophy of reincarnation, right? We, we don't actually know, but people I, people go past life and and they can come back with the issues of their current life mm-hmm. resolved or cleared, or at least understood. And so many branches of it, they notice that the people around them begin to change. It, it's like so. Oh, was that healing done to everybody? Because we're all energetically connected, mm-hmm. you know. It, it that's um, wow. I can't, I hear it all the time. Wow, people around me have really changed, <laughs> and, and I didn't have any fights with so and so. It's like they really calmed down. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. So yeah. I just I think that kind of the mm-hmm. those entanglements mm-hmm. um, are are just absolutely fascinating, mm-hmm. and uh, and I love the past lives, and you know, it's fascinating. Like I said, it's so normal now for me <laughs> and I did start asking my clients um who were in a past life regression uh before I bring them out did this information was this locked in your genetic structure someplace as a memory or did it come from outside of you um and it's been about half and half oh that's an interesting question yeah it's about been about that. half and half yeah that's so um a soul experience or a body memory yeah soul memory or a body memory and and so it's been about half and half. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. You know, I think the other thing is that manifestation, intentionality, mm-hmm. we have the secrets that's now a decade plus behind us, but it is the ability to create reality with thought form and energy forms. Mm-hmm. And that because hypnosis allows us to move outside the ordinary way of looking at reality, we begin to experience actually being able to manipulate or influence, if that's a lesson awkward words. <laughs> I don't like to manipulate, but I actually think that's what we're doing yeah. to take creative uh, influence and control of their life by way of their use of thought forms, emotion forms, energetic forms um, in a very deep trance state and then come out of that and then move and flow with the reality of the 3D world that they're in, in a, in a different consciousness, as well as actually summoning things to them Mm-hmm. Or as well as being able to tune into the synchronicities that were always there, always that there. they weren't paying attention to, that will create the magic that they're looking for in their life. And and I think hypnosis has that 
capacity to. But the other thing hypnosis allows you to do is to do a progression. So say you have some decisions to make um, or wondering about something. I have the client progress a year, five years from now, you know, from the point of that decision, what does it look like? Right. And uh, at least half the time they realize, oh, no, that really, that decision really isn't in my best interest. You know, I didn't want to be working 24 hours mm-hmm. a day. I want some quality of life. Mm-hmm. I think I'll make this other decision that it was a little slower getting to where I wanted to go, but the quality of life I had on the way is much better. Uh, because yeah. that the, the information from the past as well as the future is available. Yep, yes. there you go. It is. I heard a beautiful story this week that I'll pass on in light of this, is that we're all like the frogs that live in the wonderful river and in that river, there are rocks that are very deeply entrenched, and they don't move when the water mm-hmm. moves them. And so the rock can use them as foundation. But the rock also can't really spend a lot of time trying to move those. But the rock, but that frog, or did I say the rock can't move the rock? Yeah. The frog can't move the rock. But that frog can hop to hop on top of the rocks or can flow with the river water or grab a leaf and move around. There's plenty of mobility, and that that frog can do a lot of shifting and changing, even when there's some things that may be fixed in our lives. Mm-hmm. And that that hypnosis is a way of moving moving you off of being stuck, mm-hmm. as if you think the rock is the only reality, and become more fluid with yourselves. And wow, that gives a lot of solutions there. It does. Well, Mary, we have to end this program, but we really haven't come even close to the end of what hypnosis can do. Mm-hmm. How would you like to summarize or what is the last thing you're dying to share with everybody? <laughs> yeah. I One thing I've noticed over the years is people come and use hypnosis as the the very last thing. This is my last hope. And it really should be the other way around. It should be your first hope, the power of your mind. um, It should be the very first thing you go to. So Mm. consider coming for hypnosis first. Yes. And then, you know, Uh making something else your last, because Mm -hmm. honestly, you know, wow, what if you could get it all taken care of in 90 minutes, you know, just like that with Mm -hmm. a little Mm self-practice or with a hip, you know, a good hypnotherapist. Mm -hmm. Don't make it your last call. Mm-hmm. Make it your first call. Mm-hmm. This is about you. you. It's your power. You own it. You have it with you. Mm-hmm. You have the answers. Mm-hmm. Let us help you find mm-hmm. them. That is very good. You know, I think some people are kind of afraid of hypnosis. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I was a little hesitant to talk about the esoteric parts of hypnosis. Mm-hmm. People tend to think, oh, my gosh, is this against my faith? Is it someone else going to take control of me? Is, uh, is, you know, is it going to work? You know, all those mm-hmm. sorts of things. So to know that every day we're in a state of trance, uh-huh. we might as well figure out how to master that state of trance so that we can really seize the day and live a, a fantastic experience of what we want to live. Exactly. Yeah. All right, folks. That's this for today. We ask you to consider your very best living outside your box. Inside your box is good. Even better when you know how to be fluid with it. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.